0: Welcome to the Intelligence Briefing for Tuesday, the 21st of 2020. My name is EJ Nazario and here are the top polemical news articles for today. Popular newspaper columnists fired for saying there are only two sexes. A columnist for the Denver Post, which ranks 30th in circulation in the United States, was fired after disagreeing with those claiming that there are more than two sexes. John Caldera, president of the Independence Institute, explained that he had been fired for making the political incorrect statements. Oddly enough, the debate in this realm typically focuses on the multitudinous genders which leftists have divorced from biological sex. That there are only two biological sexes has hardly been in dispute. But making the concrete statements about science led to Caldera's dismissal nonetheless. This is what Caldera said. What seemed to be the last straw for my column was my insistence that there are only two sexes and my frustration that to be inclusive of the transgendered, even that word isn't allowed by the way, we must lose our right to free speech. In his apparently controversial column, Caldera wrote, There are only two sexes, identified by an XX or an XY chromosome. That is the very definition of binary. The AP ruling, it isn't so that doesn't change science. It is a premeditative attempt to change culture and policy, it's activism. The Dever Post doesn't like science or think it's appropriate. It seems because Caldera was given the axe. In an interview with Westward published Monday, Caldera said that he was fired from the remarks. He said, Megan told me I was the pages most read columnist, but there's now a permanently and perpetually offended class. And in order to speak, you need to use their terminology. There's a whole lot of you-can't-say-that-ism going on right now. The Denver Post confirmed that Caldera was fired, but will not comment on why. Drag queen rebukes parents for letting their kids be around drag queens. Please pray for a drag queen named Kitty Demure. We don't know his real name or we would use it in this article. Demure, who is an active participant in drag culture, is begging parents not to let their kids go to drag queen library story time or be influenced by drag queens. Apparently, Demure has been sucked into the perverse lifestyle but thinks it's absolutely insane that parents would put their kids in it. But don't take my word for it. Here's what he said.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Kitty Demure, your friendly, favorite, conservative drag queen. (laughs) Anyway, I have another message for heterosexual women, the ones who have children. I have no idea why you want drag queens to read books to your children. I have no idea. What, what in the hell has a drag queen ever done to make you have so much respect for them and admire them so much? other than put on makeup and and jump on the floor and writhe around and do sexual things on stage. I have absolutely no idea why you would want that to influence your child. Would you want a stripper or a porn star to influence your child? It, it makes no sense at all. A drag queen performs in a nightclub for adults. There is a lot of filth that goes on, a lot of sexual stuff that goes on. And backstage, There's a lot of nudity, sex, and drugs, okay? So I don't think that this is an avenue you would want your child to explore, but to actually get them involved in drag is extremely, extremely irresponsible on your part. And I understand you might wanna look like you're with it, that you're cool, that you're woke, that you're not a Nazi, that you're not a homophobe, whatever, whatever it may be, but you can raise your child to be just a normal, regular, everyday child without including them in gay, sexual things. And honestly, you're not doing the gay community any favors. In fact, you're hurting us, okay? We have already had a reputation of being pedophiles and being perverts and deviants. We don't need you to bring your children around. So you keep your kids at home or take them to Disneyland or take them to Chuck E. Cheese. But if you need your child to be entertained by a big human in a costume or in makeup, take them to the circus or something. So don't ruin your child's life and don't ruin us because that's what you're doing.
0: The only thing left to be said is asking you to please pray that Demure, who seems to have an ounce of common sense, would also see the futility of adults engaging in this behavior as well. On another note, should you ever run into someone like Demure, here's some good advice. Number one, start a conversation. Number two, make sure that conversation ends with the gospel. You know, cause that's the type of things that Christian people do. Here's how this Christian politician responded to a hateful Hollywood role. Ted Cruz is a class act. After receiving a below-the-belt insult from horror fiction writer Stephen King, Ted Cruz responded with an appropriate but cutting Bible verse that exemplified why so many are fond of the Texas politician. Proverbs 15.1 says, A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words to rub anger. Stephen King had been harassing Ted Cruz on Twitter since at least early 2018. In profanity-laced rants, the writer who lives in Maine has repeatedly verbally abused the Texan in a way that public officials should not have to be harassed, especially by public figures. In the latest insult from King to Cruz, King, a man whose physical appearance has been the subject of ridicule for resembling various Dr. Seuss characters, insulted Cruz's appearance. The recent jab that King took on Twitter to Cruz said, Ted Cruz's facial hair, it really puts the goat in goatee. And Cruz responded in a biblical fashion that was appropriate. He said, Mr. King, you're a talented writer. May blessings abound for you and your family. May love overflow in your life. 1 Peter 3.9 1 Peter 3.9 reads, do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessed for this you were called, that you may obtain a blessing. Cruz then blessed King and his family and asked that love overflows in his life. I must say, that guy's one classy guy, that Ted Cruz. And in our last news, the heading reads, Trump judge rules that sexual abusers don't get to use preferred pronouns in court. Imagine a child abuser or rapist waltzing into court, demanding that they be called by their preferred gender pronouns. As Poppen and Penn reported last week in the article, guy's child porn collector identifies as 8-year-old girl. Some offenders use self-identification as a part of their defense. Thanks to judges appointed by Donald J. Trump, predators won't be able to demand use of fake pronouns or names. The New Orleans-based U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit, led by Trump appointee Judge Stuart Cal Duncan, ruled that the use of preferred pronouns is a transgendered identified sex offender convicted of child porn possession would not be allowed. This indicates that the first time that such a ruling has been handed down by a court, as previously the courts accommodated the fake pronouns and names of perverts and pedophiles. Norma Varner, an accused child molester, demanded to be called Catherine Nicole Jett. After an appeals process, the higher court said no. Another judge in the panel, Jerry Smith, was appointed by President Reagan and he agreed with Judge Stuart Kyle Duncan. There was a third judge in the panel who was appointed by President Clinton who, unsurprisingly, wanted to accommodate the wishes of child molesters and voted against the majority. The abuser, who was convicted of child pornography possession and failure to register as a sex offender said, Referring to me simply as male and with male pronouns based solely on my biological body makes me feel very uneasy and disrespected. Of course, we assume that using photos of abused kids for his personal gratification made them feel very uneasy and disrespected, and that's just a hunch. The Intelligence Briefing is brought to you by Pulpit and Pen, and is also brought to you by the generous contributions of our patron sponsors who monthly support the polemics report with J.D. Hall, therefore providing this briefing to you for free. To become a patron supporter and have access to the rest of our additional content, including the polemics report with J.D. Hall, visit pulpitandpen.org and click on the donate button today. Until next time, my name is E.J. Nazario and I'll see you here at the Intelligence Briefing.